0: My name is John-Paul Sanchez Moreno,
1: and my name is Olivia Waddell, and I'm Sahra Abdi.
0: Welcome to the STEM Innovations podcast series here at the STEMI Youth Career Development Program.
1: Today, we are talking about memory. While memories are a common thing for everyone, certain things can affect someone's memories such as mental health. Some studies have shown that depression can lead to short-term memory loss.
0: Memory loss can occur because the excess production of the glucocorticoid steroid during a depressive episode can injure the hippocampus and prefrontal cortex, which are both involved with memories.
2: Lack of sleep can also affect memories. A good night's rest allows the mind to prepare itself to absorb new information in the near future and to remember new information that is just learned.
1: However, without sleep, the brain won't be able to remember things well because the neurons in the brain won't work properly when one is sleep deprived.
0: Speaking of memories, reminiscing is linked to mental health. When reminiscing about memories of the past, six different types of reminiscence can occur. Obsessive, escapist, narrative, transmissive, instrumental, and integrative. Obsessive reminiscence is when someone focuses on the negative events of the past, which causes guilt and resentment.
2: Escapist reminiscence focuses on the positive memories. This is shown by recalling events from the past by exaggerating them. However, this type of reminiscence is seen as unhealthy, probably because it embellishes the truth in order to ignore that the simple memory is now long gone.
1: Narrative reminiscence recalls memories in an objective manner. This form of recollection is straightforward and doesn't lead to any deeper reflection of the person or the others that were involved.
0: Transmissive reminiscence passes on memories to a younger generation. It allows for the person to give advice from their own experience to someone younger and leads to a feeling of pride and improvement.
2: Goals and solutions to problems are important for instrumental reminiscence. The person understands that failures happen, but are able to look beyond that in order to focus on a plan. This is a healthy form of reminiscing because it makes a person feel strong and competent and also provides them with coping mechanisms while going through the process of aging.
1: Integrative reminiscing is about acceptance. Past actions are accepted and the person comes to terms with what was what was desired versus what actually became a reality. Life is told as a story and not just moments listed in chronological order.
0: Some believe that a high level of well-being in adults leads to healthy reminiscence. It's also a good therapeutic method for overcoming certain mental illnesses such as Alzheimer's and depression. However, certain types of reminiscence that avoid uh, or embellish the truth or focus on the negative moments can be unhealthy and can also lead to depression when older. Mental health can also affect the way we perceive memories. One pertinent example is that of false memories.
2: False memory is a psychological condition in which a person remembers either an event that never happened or a real occurrence that happened very differently from how they remember it.
1: False memories can be brought on by interference, leading inquiries, obsessive compulsive disorder, false memory syndrome, and lack of sleep.
0: Memory specialist Elizabeth Loftus was able to convince 25% of her volunteers in a well-known experiment conducted in 1995 that they had once been lost in a mall as children.
2: Another study from 2002 found that just by presenting participants with altered photo evidence, Half of them could be persuaded to believe incorrectly that they had ever gone on a hot air balloon journey.
1: Why, then, do false memories happen? Misinformation and incorrect attribution of the information's original source are two factors that might contribute to false memory.
0: The creation of new memory can also be affected by prior knowledge and existing memories, leading to inaccurate or completely erroneous memories of events.
2: Many individuals are unaware of how prevalent false memory actually is. Even said, false memories might contribute to a stronger Mandela effect. People are incredibly open to suggestion, which has the power to conjure recollections of things that never actually happened to us.
1: In most cases, false memories can be harmless. For example, forgetting where you left your phone or entering a room and forgetting why you're there are all pretty harmless situations. In other cases, false memories can actually be dangerous as researchers have found that false memories are the le- leading cause for false convictions.
0: One way you can avoid false memories is by using imagery. According to research, when people utilize imagery to visualize information, their recall for that knowledge is better and less prone to false recollections.
2: Another interesting facet of memory is that of sensory memory. That is the ability someone has to remember certain experiences
1: with regards to touch, taste, smell, sight, or sound. Sensory memory is still something being studied today, and there are still many questions regarding how certain senses map to certain regions of the brain. One example of sensory memory in action is when you twirl a sparkler or a glow stick in a dark environment. The light trail that a bright object might leave behind to your eyes is a form of short-term memory.
0: Other forms of this sight-based sensory memory include staring at an image, especially an illuminated one for a prolonged period of time and closing your eyes. If you see an afterimage while your eyes are closed, congratulations, you've tested out your sensory memory.
2: Of course, sensory memory is not only limited to that of sight. Another heavily studied form of this kind of memory is auditory or echoic memory. We can choose what we see more so than what we can hear, so our brains evolve to process and store audio for longer periods of time than visuals.
1: As you can imagine, it can be useful to musicians to train this memory to remember certain tones, pitches, and rhythms. Additionally, researchers these days believe that the brain processes music differently than language. Despite this, improving musical memories actually improves verbal memory as well.
0: The ability to remember sounds and pitches should not be confused with the muscle memory required to play an instrument. Muscle memory is a topic better discussed elsewhere, but it does bring us to touch memory. Touch or haptic memory is used to assess the force you'll want to use when touching something. If you've touched a smooth object before, you'll know to grip it harder than a coarser object, almost subconsciously.
2: We've covered sound, sight, and touch. Sadly, taste or gustatory memory has not been as extensively researched as the other forms of memory previously discussed, although some studies have shown that children can remember certain tastes for a period of time.
1: My favorite type of memory, though, is olfactory memory, or the memory of smells. It is believed that memories of smells are much more persistent and resilient than other sorts of memories. That's why you might sometimes smell something that takes you back to a distant memory in vivid detail.
0: Most animals, and certainly mammals like humans, have evolved to use smells to signal things in the form of pheromones. Because smells are so intimately tied with human growth, smells have a powerful effect on our memory and brains at large.
2: Sensory memory has a huge influence on our daily lives, whether you realize it or not. Your senses are how you make sense of the world. and Without being able to act upon past experiences, our lives would be much harder.
0: And well, on that note, we want to thank you for listening to our podcast on memory.
2: This is Olivia. This is Sahra.
0: And this is John Paul.
2: See you next time.